Welcome to the dark side of travel. So you've dared to come jaunt with me. Thank you. Let me introduce myself. I'm Courtney Maroc, Ambassador of Dark and Paranormal Tourism for Haunt Jaunts, a destination for restless spirits who dig hauntings, true crime, horror, Halloween, and weird days. I'll be your host and guide for this listening adventure. Looks like we've been cleared for takeoff, so buckle up, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Curmudgeon's Day, observed annually on January 29th, is one of the sillier days that I've included on the Weird Holidays and Observances page. But what's its story? Who started it and why? And what is a curmudgeon exactly? And where did that word come from? Let's see, let's start with what's a curmudgeon. The Oxford Dictionary defines a curmudgeon as a bad-tempered person, especially an old one. Such a funny name, not to mention a fun word to say for a grumpy gush, right? Curmudgeon's Day celebrates, or maybe reveres, the cantankerous, grouchy, miserly naysayers amongst us. Also, it gives us permission to let our inner grouches simmer in our sour stew without being told to cheer up or stop being so glum if we're normally prone to feeling meh and bahumbugish. What a day to sulk at will. That might be enough to even make a curmudgeon smile. As you can tell from my voice, or if you've ever seen seen my videos, I'm it's I'm a curmudgeon I am as far from as can be most days. <laughs> Would you believe that a comedian was the inspiration for National Curmudgeon's Day? According to Vocabulary.com, January 29th was selected as the date in honor of W.C. Fields, the famous comedian. Well, he used to be famous. I don't know how many people know about him now, but he was born on January 29th in 1880. However, I did turn up some great W.C. Fields quotes that demonstrates what a witty curmudgeon he was. I personally think witty and snarky should be added to the definition of a curmudgeon because Even though they're grouchy, you can't help but laugh at their funny comments. Or at least I can't because most of them are very amusing and say funny things because they're very honest, right? So sometimes honesty is the best humor. But so here's some, here's five, five of W.C. Fields quotes that I found funny. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Then quit. No use being a damn fool about it. I am free of all prejudice. I hate everybody equally. Well, I think he said actually, I hate everyone equally. Start every day off with a smile and get it over with. I like children. Fried. I never drink water. That is the stuff that rust pipes. Hopefully I did W.C. Fields proud. (laughs) He won't come back and haunt me for butchering his quotes. 
Now let's take a look at 12 popular curmudgeons from pop culture. Let's see, we've got Archie Bunker from All in the Family, Donald Duck, Dorothy Zabornak from The Golden Girls, Ebenezer Scrooge, who's perhaps the most famous curmudgeon of all. Well, maybe not the most, but he's from A Christmas Carol. George Wilson from Dennis the Menace. Grumpy Dwarf from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Grouchy Smurf from the Smurfs. Max Goldman from Grumpy Old Men. Oscar the Grouch from Sesame Street. He might give Ebenezer a run for his money, right? Severus Snape from Harry Potter. Stanley Hudson from The Office. And Statler and Waldorf from The Muffets. You know, those two old guys in the balcony. Okay, and something else that was fun. I found other days devoted to grouches um, in my quest to try and find out who may have created Curmudgeon's Day. Um, I found, I, I went through some newspapers and I found some great clips like this one from the Southtown Star from 1986. Want to ruin a Curmudgeon's Day? Celebrate natural, na natural, National Grouch Day on October 15th. Honor a grouch, the originators of this day feel that all grouches deserve a day to be recognized. Of course, most grouches are grouchy because they are abused, so recognizing and honoring them is bound to spoil their day. There's nothing a grouch hates more than someone who is nice to them. That's crazy. So, um, in a collection of strange days for October, a July 23rd, 1986 edition of the Tampa Tribune listed Cuddle a Curmudgeon Day, which I don't know, would a curmudgeon even let you cuddle them? I can just see the expressions of disgust that would provoke, can't you? So it was listed as Cuddle a Curmudgeon Day on October 22nd, which I have never run across that one. So I'm going to see if that's still a thing. And if it is, I'll add it to the weird holidays and observances. And then in the 1990s, there was apparently a band called Curmudgeon's Day. I found several listings for their shows in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Um, I think it was a lot in 94. And apparently, in one of them, it said, Blue Rodeo, where have they been? Where are they going? This country rock band from Toronto had a wave of critical acclaim wash over it a couple of years ago, then went sliding into relative obscurity. Its fans wonder why. And then it, it tells where they were going to be playing, and it says, appearing with Curmudgeon's Day. So then I found a review, sort of, of both of their performances. And it said, if Blue Rodeo could focus its songwriting in a more memorable direction, it could become a truly noteworthy group. As it was, it provided a pleasing evening of well-played music. The opening act, Curmudgeon's Day, made me feel curmudgeonly. Bad Company was much better at the rock and ballad styles this band performed, and its members played funk in much the same way I played pool. They rarely hit the pocket, and if they did, they usually scratched. <laughs> Ouch! 
I'm sure after reading that review of their performance, the Curmudgeon's Day band members were probably feeling pretty curmudgeonly themselves. The first modern day newspaper reference I found for Curmudgeon's Day came from a January 28th, 2013, Five Things You Need to Know This Week column in the Times Leader. It's from Mr. Grumpy Pants, and he says, Ah, you darn kids, get off my front page now. Go away, scat, shoo. I've about had enough of you people, what with your reading habits, looking at my words. Find your own five things. Ah, lucky for me, this Tuesday is curmudgeon's day, so my ill-tempered outburst is appropriate for louts such as yourself. So go ahead, be downright cantankerous and miserable. See if I care. <laughs> he was that sort of funny. Who's your favorite pop culture curmudgeon? Or maybe you know one in real life? If so, do you plan to celebrate them on Curmudgeon's Day? Maybe give them a little cuddle? <laughs> or is it best to just leave them alone? However you celebrate Curmudgeon's Day, or don't, I hope you have a good one. Happy January 29th. You've been listening to Haunt Johns, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Maroc, and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this audio journey. Did you like what you heard? If so, the best ways to show your appreciation are by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts from, leaving a review if your podcast provider permits it, or by sharing this episode. If you're curious about the music, almost all of it comes from filmmusic.io, unless otherwise specified in the show notes, which is also where all artists and song titles are listed. And if you'd like to continue exploring with me beyond the podcast, you can always jaunt with me online anytime at hauntjaunts.net or socially on Instagram and YouTube. I sure do appreciate you taking the time to sail the airwaves with me. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now.